Welcome back. We hope y'all got your Frog Brothers Vampire Hunting Starter Kits ready, because that vampire pre-workout hits a little different the next morning. It's Easy Rider grabs a titty and slaps some cheeks kind of episode of That Strange Show. Is that the nerdy dude from Grandma's Boy? I think so. Hope y'all had time to catch our last episode as we got real creepy and demented as we dissected season two of Creep Show, the TV series. You can find that everywhere. And let's not forget this episode is brought to you by Deadly Grounds Coffee. Getdeadly.com. You got you just got the blueberry the blueberry burple, whatever they call it. Blueberry flavored coffee. There yes. you go. There you go. Blueberry madness. So go grab grab a bag of that, right? Grab a bag of berries. It goes well with the fruity pebbles coffee creamer. Fruity, you and your cereal shit. Hell yeah. You do. We're like, yeah, I'm drinking fucking cookies and cream, fucking ice cream, but I hit it with a splash of fucking cookie crisp creamer. Little cookies you can't resist. Cookie crisp. Now, Mandy only only brew shit, wicked dark. So I need to have something to counteract how dark her coffee is. She likes that Italian style. Oh, like the the thick you could chew it. No, Italian style. We eat spaghetti off their ass. There you go. You were just saying that you got a phone call earlier today. Someone named Molly calling you 400 times. 40 times in an hour. So, uh, do you, would you be upset if uh, you found out that someone bought 918 SpongeBob ice cream lollipops? You know, like the ice cream? Uh, I saw that. I That kid, that kid looked like King... King of his lifetime right there. Dude, $2,600 worth of fucking Spongebob ice cream. He's fucking cheesing with his Mickey Mouse fucking shirt on. Oh, he's loving it. What we're not seeing is the beating he got after. Yeah. So, New York, uh, four-year-old, loves Spongebob. He ordered that up. I'd be fucking pissed off. But I guess uh, they initially said they wouldn't... um, Take the, the take the fucking ice cream back, but I guess they did to some extent. I didn't so, know you could get ice cream from Amazon. Yeah, they must send it in like a freezer bag or something. But so, that's some of the Amazons deliver fresh groceries now. We're yeah. about to have it here too. But uh, he he paid twenty six hundred dollars for it. But uh, a fundraiser was set up to help uh, pay for the uh, the ice cream, and that that fundraiser has now raised more than fourteen thousand dollars. So congratulations. The hell of a turnaround on some. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's a twelve thousand dollar fucking come up on some fucking <laughs> alpha some ice not, cream. Not that's enough for them to buy the fucking van they're gonna need to have to get rid of all them fucking ice cream pops. Yeah. Hey, that's a new business. Right there. I guess we're gonna have a <laughs> yeah, let me sponge get- SpongeBob ice cream only. Yeah, let me get uh, some of the 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 Fourth of July pops. Now we only got we only got SpongeBob. Weird bubblegum eyes, SpongeBob. But they never look like they're supposed to either. They always look like they're. Come out looking no. like sloth from the Goonies. Yeah. Hey, you guys. Oh, and then you get that drip. Fuck that. 
Oh, damn. Dude, New York's on fire. This is another New York story. NYC teacher caught sucking topless man's nipple during Zoom class. <laughs> Sounds like a Reno 911. Yeah. So, so. Uh, it says here students at the prestigious Columbia Secondary School for Math, Science, and Engineering, as they remotely watched the live class, Amanda Fletcher, 37, appeared to suck the nipple of an identified topless man while gyrating and rocking back and forth. Before that, the students watched Fletcher eating spaghetti. Hey, Italian style. Italian style. <laughs> uh, with the shirtless man behind her. So, hey, hold on. Like, what was the guy doing behind her exactly while she was eating spaghetti? I, he might have been pumping some of that marinara. But I don't. Well, that's that's Italian style. <laughs> so I don't know. So it says uh, after taking her mouth off the man's chest, uh, chest uh, Fletcher resumed teaching. And discussing a worksheet. A worksheet. Oh, my she God. Didn't, she didn't turn and look at the camera at all the kids mm -hmm. that were. Mm -hmm. There's all the horrified faces except for that one kid whose parents let him watch Family Guy. Yeah. So he's just dying. Yeah. So uh, somebody, Somebody's dad's now <laughs> sitting there instead of the kid. Nah, nah, nah. Finish off that areola. Yeah. Uh, so I said the... the the event started about 12 minutes before the class ended uh, while students were still present on the call. Uh, Fletcher gave no explanation for her alleged conduct. She declined to be interviewed by the investigators and did not return messages for an interview. Department of right. Education says, this behavior is absolutely unacceptable. Sydney, that's fucking disgusting! What are you doing? Oh, yo, watch your fucking cameras, dude. Watch your fucking cameras, right? That's just like that other lady who had a dildo behind her when she was being interviewed by the BBC. That was that was that was determined to have been strategic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got confused. She's like, I, my, I gotta go to work. She thought it was OnlyFans. What I was gonna say, they need to. This is what what happens when the age restriction isn't in place on OnlyFans. Yeah. You get whole classroom looking. Yeah. He's like, wow, there's a lot of a lot of people watching today. Oops, I'm on the wrong network. Yeah. <laughs> She's typing into the class chat. What do you yeah. want me to do? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> They're like finger painting. Yeah. Teach me two plus two. One way or the other, you're gonna get your ice cream, right? I want to talk about the Chinese rocket. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, that's why it's on there. Because I didn't even know about it till I saw Steven from a Super Retro. Hey, shout out turned to them. It, turned it, turned it into a, uh, turned it into a, uh, a game, a gambling game. Yeah, pick your squares, people. Twenty bucks a pop over at Super Retro Throwbacks. Depending on when you hear this, is already someone ran away with the money, and there's a crater somewhere. So, uh, but yeah, twenty-one ton, ninety-nine foot long. Chinese rocket circling planet uncontrollably could fall to Earth in the next few days. Uh, this was updated May May 4th. It is May 8th. We're going to let everybody know this might be our last transmission, depending on it, where it falls. Not going to hit here. I already looked it up. Did you? They gave it, they gave it a uh, median for where it's going to land on the planet. Oh, yeah? 
it is going to land between 40, what is it, 41.9, or 41.5 and 41.5, vertical, horizontal. And that puts it, we're too high for it. Vertical, horizontal. I don't know what it is. That was the percentage. That was... That was the uh, longitude latitude that they oh. were given for. Oh, okay. So just uh, fucking anywhere? We're That's fine. Still pretty cool, though. But something's fucking screaming back into orbit. I want to see where it hits before I decide if it's cool or not. Or you could build a poop wall like this other guy in Michigan. You hear about this? No. Michigan man builds a poop wall after a dispute with a neighbor. That seems a bit drastic for a neighbor you don't like. We could just plant a tree right on the line. Yeah. Uh, It says here, a farmer in Lodi Township constructed a 250-foot wall made out of cow manure to separate the properties. That's a lot of shit. Holy crap! That's a lot of damage! Says uh, Wayne Lambarth, the neighbor who claims a 250-foot wall of manure was erected following a property line dispute he had with a fellow farmer owner last year. Uh, the usual divider separates the two properties in Lodi Township. Uh, I guess if you want to know, it's located located in Washington, County, Michigan. Uh, but yeah, it looks... Uh, aside from serving as a physical divider, uh, Lambarth and his tenants told Fox, too, that the manure wall comes with a very powerful stench. That's crazy. 250 foot wall. No shit, huh? Yeah. Uh the the farmer who built the wall uh has tried to remain has has said to try to remain anonymous. Uh denied even having partaken in the organic structure. He goes, "It's a compost fence." End quote. That's it. That's it. That's it. He said Fucking forget about it, bro. Dude, it looks... Yeah, it's a lot of shit. There's a picture. It's just, like, piled up, like... Are you about to call me an asshole? Sir, no, sir! How tall are you, private? Sir, five foot nine, sir! Five foot nine? I didn't know they stacked shit that high. You trying to squeeze an inch in on me somewhere, huh? If you got it kicking around, why not? I guess you can find other ways, to, Like you said, plant a tree, put a big boulder kick his ass right? like, i don't know my neighbor next door planted like four trees going along our property line so now i'm gonna have branches growing up. he's like it's very good it's fruit fruit bearing oh uh, yeah That's what kind of fruit it, i last time he planted a fruit bearing tree it gave the weirdest looking fruit i've ever i, I pomegranates actually Interesting. which is a very bizarre choice in the world of fruit, like I'm going to grow pomegranates. Might be easy to grow. I've never tried it. You ever eat a pomegranate? It's yeah. disgusting. That gross. Delicious. <laughs> wow. I can't believe. I can't believe you don't like pomegranate. I'm you... a gold delicious apple kind of guy. Okay. Same basic bitch fruit. I, I guess, yeah. I, guess. I cut it into wedges and I dip it in peanut butter. Me and my 11-year-old have a... F- have a shared favorite snack. There's a final trailer for uh, Bloody Summer Camp from uh, Slasher 15 production. If you recognize the poster, 
was drawn and painted by one of our buddies, Jim Cavanaugh, from Silver Bullet Studios. Uh, it's going to star Felissa Rose, Dave Sheridan, Julie Ann Prescott, Kay Leahy, Cody Falk, uh, Wayne Townsend, Shonda Rollins, Matthew Sharp, Michael McGlynn, and Brenda Lynch. A group of counselors gather at Camp Trustfall to prepare for the new summer. Soon after arriving, a killer wearing a devil mask begins killing them off one by one. Is this the boy from the camp legend, or is it someone else with an axe to grind? What'd you think? The trailer was pretty good. I like the color scheme of it. I like the feel, the soundtrack for it. It looks a little bit darker than I was expecting. I was expecting a little more campiness. Yeah. I'm look I'm I'm liking the design of the killer. Devil face looks pretty cool. Reminds me a little bit of like the burning with the gloves and everything. They also have another movie that's in uh production now called Go Away. So look out for that as well from them. Hey, what's up? How's that party the other night? It was alright. What? There was this guy, and he's with his girlfriend, and he's trying to get her to do something that she didn't want to do. So what'd you do about it? I didn't do anything. Whoa. What? Guys, don't be like my friend here who didn't do anything. Not doing anything is part of the problem. Speaking of wizards, uh, David Cronenberg, uh, we've already uh, talked about this before, but I guess we got a name now. Uh, Crimes of the Future. Remember, he was supposed to make a movie with Vigo. They're all excited, yes. having tea and crumpets. Cronenberg stated, I have unfinished business with the future. So he says, uh, futuristic sci-fi film uh, called Crimes of the Future. That I'm excited for. Um, we'll see. So, because he says he has unfinished business. So it says, uh, and uh, the film is set in a future where humankind is learning to adapt to its synthetic surroundings. The evolution moves humans beyond their natural state and into a metamorphosis altering their biological makeup so we know him you know from the the fly video drone and uh some other stuff you know so it says the evolution is known in the movie as uh, accelerated evolution syndrome and it's spreading fast crimes of the future so i'm excited for that i do like a, a nice cronenberg movie and vigo's a vigo's a very good good actor you like Vigo? Mortison? Yeah. Um, I like I I'm not a huge I'm not a huge fan of stuff he made. I did enjoy a history of violence. Yeah. Um, I thought that that was a very good neo noir kind of absurdly violent movie. It was very, very, very violent. And nothing like awkward, clunky stair sex. Just to mix it up a little bit. We need that every once in a while. Sounded like they were fucking with clogs on. Yeah. Those are my balls. Just clunk, 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 clunk. Speaking of balls, amusement park. George A. Romero's lost 1973 movie streaming. Guess where? Shutter. Shutter. That's right. Uh, it says it's been restored and ready to stream. Uh, it's called The Amusement Park. Uh, supposedly, it's the director's most terrifying film. 
Did you click the article? I did not. Yeah, I need you, I was... I need you to. While he's clicking away. I'm here now. All right. So it says here, it's a great time to be a fan of the late horror icon George A. Romero. R.I.P. to him. Uh, news broke at the start of the month that Romero's widow, Suzanne, is planning to bring the filmmaker's final zombie movie script, Twilight of the Dead, to life with a new director. Uh, and now comes Shudder's release of the official trailer for Romero's long-lost 1973 feature, The Amusement Park. So the film has been restored, and it's finally coming to streaming this summer, uh, three years after author and Guillermo del Toro collaborator Daniel Cross first announced the film had been discovered and that he had seen a cut. So they're working pretty quick on that. So it says here, uh, the amusement is about an elderly gentleman uh, goes for what he assumes will be an ordinary day at the amusement park, only to find himself in the middle of a hellish nightmare. Instead, uh, shot by George A. Romero between Night of the Living Dead and Dawn of the Dead, the amusement park is a bleak, haunting allegory where the attractions and distractions of an amusement park stand in for the many abuses that the elderly face in society. So 4K digital restoration commissioned by the George A. Romero Foundation and carried out by Indie Collect. So is this going to be a movie? Because he says the machines are replacing the abuse, mental, uh, the abuse that the elderly face. So is it going to be an hour and a half of an old man in a teacup swirling around? Uh, I don't know. I know that this was originally a commission job for the Lutheran Society. And it was, uh, they wanted a film created strictly to raise awareness about ageism and elder abuse. Okay. So this is going to, uh, this is going to hit that pretty hard. Yeah, I think so. Because, I mean, we've talked about that with your favorite there. With the uh, Groucho Marx, how they fucking did him dirty towards the end of his life. Oh, yeah. um, so, his wife does claim, or his widow claims that this was his most terrifying film that he ever made. Uh, there's a trailer. Would you like to watch it? Yes. Holy shit. That was just a line of the guy panting. There's nothing out there covered in blood and bandages. And then he himself, nice and crispy cream. I'll find out for myself. Uh, that, uh, I, it's crazy. very clear. It had such a Romero looking movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even I'm this, even, even this, like, soundscape during the trailer. I mean, yeah. like, that's, that excites know. me. I'm excited, yes. dude. Yes. That's awesome. So, uh, just to finish off here on the, it says here the scholar Tony Williams, who saw the film about 30 years ago, he wrote, uh, the film is far too powerful for American society. It must remain under lock and key, never seeing the light of day. Uh, he added, uh, it was never shown publicly. The people who funded it wouldn't allow it. And no wonder it's hellish. And Romero's long career of criticizing American institutions, never was he so merciless. Good. I just, my only question is, so in the seventies, just elderly people just they went by themselves to ride the roller coaster. I guess so. Got their own got, got their own I, hot dogs and popcorn and faded away into oldism. Oldism? I don't know. But no, nah, I'm excited. That looks fucking cool. I like it's I mean it's seventies. Seventies Romero, dude. It's fucking 
gonna be great. <laughs> it looks so good. So I'm excited for that. Uh, Shredder, sometime in the summertime. Look out for that. Woo! The amusement park. Uh, this one we're going to touch on real quick. Remember, we we talked about the Adams family, the whole hubba la la la. Johnny Depp probably got fired because he was missing fingers, all the shit. And then we're like, who's going to play, you know, Morticia, Morticia in the uh, Adams family movie and all that shit? So they're they're eyeing Christina Ricci. I don't like it to play Morticia. I don't like it. She's Wednesday. Yeah. So. She should play Grown Up Wednesday. She's a forever, forever young person. She could play Grown Up Wednesday now. It would just make sense that it's Grown Up Wednesday. I don't know why they wouldn't just naturally do that. Because... If she's like, I'm still down for Adam's family, they should go, then you can be Wednesday in this. Yeah. So it's called Wednesday, right? Yeah. Detective, and she's a detective of some sort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Uh, So I guess she's going to play her mom. Mom. She's going to play her mom. I feel like there's going to be a lot of people that are like, nope. Yeah, I'm nope. I'm noping it now. I mean, it's probably going to look cool. But other than that, I mean, I don't like the whole. This is the Tim Burton series, right? Yeah, yeah, supposedly. Yeah, so, so there's a good chance that this is gonna blow. You never seen those things about Tim Burton riding off of two good yeah. movies and yeah, then a yeah. bunch of shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, Danny Elfman made a new. Was it a record or a new single? I wasn't sure. I need. I. It's a new. It was a new single. It's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, I was like. Mouth open. That is was, well. I never got pretty, into Oingo Boingo before, but Mandy like loves that shit. Yeah, it was pretty heavy. At, and now all I hear when now all I hear when I hear like anything Mike Patton does, I hear Oingo Boingo. Yeah, that was before there was a Mike Patton. There was a Danny Elfman. Yeah. I was I was surprisingly heavy, and I and you know what term I'm using it in like the yes sonically, um, not Judd Judd. Speaking of Judd Judd, uh, there's a lot of John Krasinski in this trailer, and I'm a little, I'm a little like, uh, how much time are they going to spend on uh, flashbacks? But uh, Quiet Two uh, Place Part Two final trailer uh, dropped. Um, let's check it out. <laughs> Uh, Quiet Place Two. Uh, I'm a f- I was a fan of the first one. Were you? Yes. So it looks like I mean from this trailer, it looks like they're gonna give us a little bit of more of a of a why on this. Um, but like I was saying before, we took the small break. That how much time do you think they're gonna spend on the on the why? Uh, I don't think it's gonna be a ton of it because from what I understood. Krasinski decided to add that character back after they had already pretty much made the movie. Oh, okay. This was a, the movie got held up because of COVID. Yeah, that's right. 
And then he came back and he's like, I wrote some of this while we were all locked down. Let's try it. So now there's going to be that backstory. Okay. That's that's the only way he's pot. That's the only reason he's even in it. He said is because they're going to have a little bit of backstory from when everything was still normal. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, the trailer looks awesome. There's uh, more shots of the monsters, uh, different landscapes, uh, different people are introduced. I do like the uh, the uh, the step where she takes the final step off of the uh, safe path. Yeah. Onto the, you know, the unknown. I thought that that was a cool little transition into that. Um, but yes, yeah, as following the deadly events at home, the Abbott family, Emily Blunt, Millicent Simmons, and Noah Jupe must now face the terrors of the outside world as they continue their fight for survival in silence. Uh, they're forced to venture into the unknown. They quickly realize that the creatures that hunt by sound are not the only threats that lurk beyond the sand path. So they're going to introduce the human element, which is always the scariest to me. And of course, you do. And of course you're going to see Cillian Murphy's face. And his dick. Because you know he likes and, to... Yep. You know he and, likes to uh, do that. I believe this trailer also features... <laughs> I never say his goddamn name right. You talking uh, about Blood Diamond? Yeah. yeah. What is that? Dijamon Hansu or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Dijamon Hansu. Yeah. Yeah. He was the, he's great. Amistad. Amistad. Yeah, Amistad. He yeah. was dude, both those movies are fucking great. Yeah. But yeah, I'm excited for it. I mean, I really I really enjoyed uh Quiet Place. I thought it was kind of uh original in a sense. Um, so we'll see what I, they do with part two. I I wish they had given us the movie that they had pitched. That's the only thing it was supposed to be a Cloverfield film. I mean you and never they, know. Nope, they decided they were told by the execs that they would not make it oh, no, the original. They, oh, okay. they did not want, they wanted its own standalone thing. They wrote it as a Cloverfield universe film. Yeah, I mean, it would have been easily tied tied into because the the design of the animals, for sure, with the creatures. Oh, yeah. Them. Well, that's where the thing was, is like, maybe that's why they look the way they look. Yeah, because... But yeah, that's coming soon. And to theaters, remember you those? You know what? I'll I'll happily yeah. Theaters only. I'm yeah. what? This is starting to become a thing. Well, spiral spiral right now is theaters only. Okay. So yeah, yeah. so is the new Ghostbusters. Yeah. Hey, got pumped the theaters only. They got to put them butts in the seat, bro. No, they can't butter but, that popcorn on their own. But everybody that doesn't want to go to the movies can rejoice because. Movies are getting forty days in the theaters before they go straight to home, to home viewing. That's what's going on now. That's good. That's good. So for those of us who didn't ever really go to the movie theaters, it's going to be life as usual. I've been, lo- I've been, I don't know about everybody else, but I've been loving the fact that they've been having shit just like. Yeah, I don't have to wait that long now. Cool. Drop now it. it's just going straight to HBO Max. Sure. Drop. Give it, it all to HBO Max. Speaking of giving it all, remember I, earlier today you were talking about like a porno or some shit. I don't know what you said, but uh, we got Lily James and Sebastian Stan. They're doing a new Hulu series uh, featuring uh, Pam Anderson and Tommy Lee. Mmm. God damn, Jimmy, this some serious gourmet shit. 
Me and Vincent would have been satisfied with some freeze-dried taster's choice, right? <laughs> and he springs this serious gourmet shit on us. What flavor is this? Remember her movie, Barbed Wire? I don't. Yeah, you do. I know what it is, yeah, but I never do. watched I never liked Pamela Anderson. No? Never did? No, I was a Yasmin Bleeth. Oh, Yasmin. I was a Yasmin Bleeth. That's the Doritos girl, right? That was the brunette overbuilt, but she became a meth head. Did she? Yeah. Hers look definite? up her look up her look up her yeah, look up her mug shots. It's nuts. Let me it's see. Like Yasmin. Was it with a Z? Yasmin? I no, S, I think. Yasmin Bleeth. Mug shots. Bleeth. All right, you guys talk amongst yourselves. Wow, it was spelled with a Y. I went the whole Spanish route. Uh, but Jasmine Bleeth. Yeah. <laughs> Mug a shots. Let's see. Does she hear smile on him? Let's see. I here. don't recall. Celebrity Mug shots. This is good. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Meth is a hell of a drug. It is a hell of a drug. Bro, where was David Hasselhoff to throw in his buoy and save her? He was busy, drunk, rolling around on the floor trying to eat a cheeseburger. Goddamn right. He was so, like, yes, big. And his daughter was like, shut up. She's eating Pop Rocks. I need some of those. Uh, but yeah, I don't know why I brought this up other than why do we need a Pam and Tommy story? But these guys look all right. They're, he looks like Tommy Lee. He's got He's, this. He he looks like Tommy Lee. She is starting to melt. All of the plastic. No, I'm talking about start. the actors. I'm not talking about the actual people. Oh. <laughs> so I guess they're doing a life story about them, about their tumultuous relationship. And a three-year marriage will as, be covered. As long as it's got the era of his life when he tried to do Methods of Mayhem. Oh, yeah. Fucking Fred Durst. Yeah, that was. Uh, He's like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a new metal rapper. Now. Yeah, that was crazy. I thought he looked like the the singer of Dope. Mm-hmm. Is this the same guy? What was that? What was that song? Get naked. I have no idea. Yeah, get get naked. You only love me when you want punani. See, there was a time, and you know, now anybody can make a porno tape, and you don't get famous off of it. But there was a time. I mean, I'm pretty sure Tommy Lee was already famous when that came out. He is the drummer of Motley Crue. <laughs> we interrupt our program to bring you this important message. I don't know what we're this, doing. This coming from the guy that mocked. Yeah, a deaf girl on Punky Brewster. What are you talking about? I didn't mock. I was mimicking. I, There's a difference. I mean, you, you got your your vowels yeah, all mixed you, up. How are you? How are you mimicking that? I'm deaf not doing that because I realized that <laughs> I realized that I can't do it. So it came across. But, you, but what you do is a really good meat wad impression. <laughs> I'll do. I'll do. Reports <laughs> as yet. Please stand by for further details. We return you now to your regularly scheduled program. If you're looking for something to watch, there's some couple things on here that, uh, uh, on this list here, real quick, we're going to go through it. Uh, 12 Hour Shift, 
Bodies start to pile up when a drug-addicted nurse and her crazed cousin try to find a replacement kidney for an organ trafficker. This is stuff that you can find on Hulu, by the way. So this is if you're bored looking for shit, hit, hit up Hulu. Uh, the Alchemist Cookbook. Uh, an isolated man, Ty Hickson, lands in hot water when he summons an ancient demon in the backwoods of Grand Rapids, Michigan. That's, you, you sure it's not a fucking wall of shit? Fucking hey, uh, Amulet, which I've seen uh, running around, uh, says a homeless ex-soldier receives an offer to work as a carer for a woman and her dying mother. He soon falls in love with the daughter, but he cannot quite shake the suspicion that something sinister is going on in the old house. Uh, this other one uh, I've seen. Have you ever seen Anna and the Apocalypse? Yes. Yeah. Did you like it? I liked it. I found it enjoyable. Yeah, it was okay. Uh, it, was, it was like a fun, you know, zombie. Fly I might be thinking of a different movie because I'm, that what I remember there was it was slightly musicalish. Yeah, yeah, no, that's the one. That's Anna. the same movie. Yeah, right. um, yeah, it was a musical, um, zombie movie, Christmas too. Yes. Um, and then we got this one here, which we've, uh, I think, me and you have always said like, oh, we should we should cover this one one day, and we've never had the Devil's Candy. Um, So that's on Hulu now. Struggling painter possessed by satanic forces after he and his family move into their dream home. So Amityville. Um, So the field. And and starring Ethan Embry. Yes, that's right. He's jacked up in that movie. dude. He's got uh, an American tattoo on his chest. See that? Got a bunch of tattoos. What is that? Is that like the one of the aliens from fucking Aqua Teen Hunger Force on his arm? It might be. (laughs) It looks like it, right? Or the shit, or is that, or is that badly drawn SpongeBob? Remember that badly episode? Di- badly, it's milk, it's milk toast man. Yeah, milk toast man. Uh, then we got some uh, an anthology called "The Field Guide to Evil." Uh, this global anthology of eight narratives explored dark folklore through a series of myths and tales that have captivated, galvanized, and frightened communities throughout history. That one sounds good. I actually saw this one. Um, like, uh, I read a write-up on it, and it sounds pretty good. It looked pretty fucking dark. And then this one with Devon Sawa, I heard was awesome, too. Hunter Hunter. Um, when it's the Fur Trapper movie, where leaves his wife behind. Oh, Jesus, he's old-looking. Yeah, he is. And then uh, I Trapped a Devil. Is this guy doing his best Charlie from Sunny when he's explaining on the board? Except when it was Charlie, it was a leprechaun. Yeah. Uh, so I trapped the devil hoping for a joyful family reunion. Matt and his wife pay a surprise visit to the home of his estranged brother, Steve, to celebrate Christmas. To their shock, they soon learn that Steve has a hostage in his basement. A man he claims is the devil. So is this a mind fuck? I'm ho- that kind of has my attention. Yeah. Uh, and then we're going to... Uh, Memoirs, Memories of Murder. 1986, Park and Cho are two simple-minded detectives assigned to a double murder investigation in a South Korean province. When the murderer strikes several more times with the same pattern, the detectives realize that they are chasing the counties, the country's first documented serial killer, relying on only their basic skills and tools. Park and Cho attempt to uh, piece together the clues and solve the case in this thriller based on true events. 
You know, I like me a true, uh, based on true crime movie, murder crime movie. I do. Uh, there's a bunch of other ones on there. Uh, this one's spontaneous. I'm skipping down to the end. Uh, spontaneous. This looks like it could be fun. The premise of the movie is that people just explode. It's called spontaneous. Uh, students in their high school inexplicably start to explode. And that's why I'm going to leave it there. So find it on Hulu. Uh, most of those are, are on Hulu. Uh, and if you need a refresher, go to Dread Central. That's where I found that list, which I thought was pretty cool. Five years after the release of the comedy horror spoof meets the blacks. Uh, House Next Door Meet the Blacks 2. And they've got a trailer that's going to open on June 11th in Tietes, uh through Lionsgate. Uh, and then On Demand and Blu-ray later this summer. So uh, The House Next Door uh, stars comedy superstars Mike Epps, uh, Cat Williams, Brisha Webb, Lil Duvall, Zuley Hanau, Tyron Turner, Alex Henderson, Michael Blackson, Andrew Batchelor. Gary Owen, that dude's fucking hilarious. Uh, and Snoop Dogg, uh, returning from the first film. Uh, Danny Trejo and Rick Ross join the supporting cast for the sequel. Uh, let's watch the trailer. Carl Black is about to face off with the neighbor from hell. Carl has only ever wanted the best for his family, but after surviving the events that led to his not-so-best-selling book, he's moving everyone to his childhood home where uh, he'll contend not only with his wife, Loren, and kids, Allie and Carl, but everyone who drives him crazy uh, in the entire neighborhood of characters who seem to attract strange activity after dark. And nothing could be more freaky than his new neighbor, uh, Dr. Mama Walde, uh, who may or may not be a vampire. It will be up to Carl to figure out what his neighbor is up to in the middle of the night before it's too late for him and his family. Uh, there's some uh, some good tropes in this. They got a little Fright Night going, um, you know, with the vampire stuff. Um, I like the, uh, it's fucking funny. It looks funny. Um, Michael Blackson, he's hilarious. They got Danny Trejo for another callback, the vampire film. So it's pretty cool. Uh, the Joel Osteen uh, holy water joke was pretty funny. He said it tastes like Joel Osteen. The uh, TV evangelist. Pineapple. Uh, look out for that. That's coming up. Uh, theaters June 11th. Pretty cool. You know, vampires and shit. And spoofs. We talked about that on our spoof yes. episode. Where we covered Scary Movie 2 and the likes. Uh, this is not a spoof, though. No Man of God. We're getting another Teddy Buns movie. Oh, fuck yeah! This is the shit! Kill me now! Starring Elijah Wood. And uh, that's getting uh, released uh, in August from RLJE Films by way of Spectre Vision. Uh, we know Spectre Vision, Mandy, and uh, all those awesome movies. So um, up next for Elijah is No Man of God, where uh, Elijah plays the FBI agent who Ted Bundy confessed his serial murders to. Remember, there was only one guy that he would talk to? Yes. So that's what we're getting. We're getting the, uh, we're getting that story on the uh, something wicked, evil, vile, whatever that movie was called. Yeah, this this is gonna be another drama. Yeah. So we got a, uh, we got the girlfriend's girlfriend vision, and now we're gonna get the uh, 
FBI agent vision. So, I mean, it looks from the trailer that I did see, I mean, there's, there's, like you said, there's some dramatics, um, you know, Elijah's in the car. looks like he's probably been told some horrific shit. So it looks like he's, uh, trying to compose himself. Looks pretty dark mentally. I would believe sitting across from somebody that, um, and they're detailing horrific crimes, um, would be pretty taxing on the, on the uh, logical brain, I guess you could say, right? Yes. So, uh, 1990, no, 1990, 1980, uh, Bundy was sentenced to death by electrocution. So, in the years that followed, he agreed to disclose the details of his crimes. And that man was Hagmire. So, uh, Alexa Paladino and Robert Patrick are going to be in this. Uh, Amber Seeley directed the film, uh, and it was written by Kit Lesser. So we'll see. Uh, one Luke Kirby is playing uh, Bundy. I don't know if he's a new guy. Uh, is he a new guy, I... Luke Kirby? I don't know where he's from. Let me look him up. Do you think we need another Teddy Buns movie? No. You don't think so? Uh, no, I don't think so. I'm actually down in the comments section on this right now, and it seems yeah. to be popular consensus. That no, we don't need it. It's, yeah, people just call him pass, pass. Just what we need, another Ted Bundy movie. Yeah. Uh, Ted Bundy's overplayed. Another okay. movie about a, another true movie about a serial killer. Just what we all need. Mm-hmm. Uh, serial killers and murder docs are super popular right now. They are. Let's see here. Somebody's like, "Fuck this," or not "fuck this," but that's my interpretation. That's- yeah. Yeah, but Elijah Wood is attached. Yeah. So he's good. Yeah, it might be good. It's probably going to be good. But uh, Luke Kirby, uh, Luke Pharrell Kirby, we might know him if you've ever watched The Marvelous Mrs. Uh, Maisel. Or if you've seen him in 2002, Halloween Resurrection. He played a guy named Jim in that. And then a bunch of stuff. But he's mostly a TV guy. TV guy. And he was in glass as a guy named Pierce. Which uh we probably probably went. Yeah, he was one of Elijah's caretakers at the facility. So I guess this is uh getting a step into the crazy world of uh Yeah, I killed him with my bare hands. Think I'm cute? I, I think I'm it's I'm hoping there's gonna be at least some sort of reenactment with some of it. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I can't really. We already did the one Ted Bundy where we thought we were getting something, and then it was nothing. It was something and, though. Come on, it was. It was. Something. I'm saying they built it out to sound like it was going to be like a slaughter fest. Yeah, and then it was a courtroom drama. Yeah, which uh, I enjoyed that film for what it was. As I, you know, like, it's like, you know, those comments are saying, like, you know, we've, we already know the story. So, like, I thought it was fresh to hear from the perspective of a, of a girl that was his girlfriend, you know, and all the lying and everything and how that must have made her feel, you know. To find out you're sleeping in the line next to bed in the, in a, with a monster. Hey, you know. So... Speaking of monsters and fucking people and eating people, uh, did you hear about this conspiracy that's going around right now that Hillary Clinton uh, died from a cannibalism disease? 
Hey, lick my plate, you dog dick. What do they call that when you eat the brain shit? Russo zombieism? I, I don't know, but uh, so someone named Thurston Weldon, former actress and current, I believe, QAnon conspiracy theorist, uh, claims that former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton died last year of Kuru, uh, a rare brain-wasting disease associated with cannibalism. Because I guess she eats kids or people or what? what is she? I'm sorry, you have my attention with QAnon. You, we could just change the whole pace right now. Just tell me about it. Uh, so it says, Weldon made a wild claim during a recent appearance on the far-right pro-QAnon podcast. So host Francine Fos- Fosdick uh, mentioned that another conspiracy theorist named <laughs> Gene. Uh, Did you say Fosdick? Yeah, Fosdick. Uh, and then uh, another conspiracy theorist named Gene Decode Consensei. Uh, claimed that Clinton had been uh, eliminated a long time ago following a tribunal in 2018. Weldon agreed that Clinton was dead, but had different ideas about the timing and the manner of her death. Yeah, she passed a long time ago, Weldon said in a video shared on Friday by right, some right-wing bullshit. Uh, a project of the progressive group for the people, of, I don't know. There's, there's so many names. These guys give themselves so many names. I don't think it was 2018. I think it was about eight months ago. She died of Kuru, and that was not from dot, dot, dot. She she wasn't hanged or anything. She just expired, dot, dot, dot. Hillary was on stage four. They couldn't help her. She was barely taking a breath a minute. So uh, they also added on that German Chancellor Angela Merkel also surfered from uh, Kuru, but was stage three. And went on to claim that Clinton's former manager, John Podesta, has been seized a long time ago. She added that she believed in frequent appearances in the media were evidence that several others, like former Clinton aide Huma Abedin and former FBI director James Comey, had obviously been seized as well. Wow, these... You gotta love a good QAnon. Uh, they died because they were eating each other. Like, I always bring it up. It's the same people that said Joe Biden's just John Kid, JFK with plastic surgery. Come on, man. Yeah, no, that's a real one. I know, I know. I almost died when oh. I read that one. They're like, it's just John F. Kennedy with plastic surgery. We have proof. So it says, uh, yeah, uh, he's like the Comey one, you know, of last year, April the 4th. He was arrested. He has not been home to his house and family uh, since over there for a year. It's like, yeah, because he's in jail. Not because he died of the brain cannibalisms. So, yeah. So, yeah, there's that. That was on Newsweek. Holy shit, bro. Far and wide. Far and wide. Far and wide. Uh, I just, like, I was, like, looking through shit, and I seen the headline, and I was like, Okay, so you, I'm gonna click on this because you, what you wrote just there, it's so like landmine-ish that like I gotta blow this up. I gotta fucking step on it. I'm fucking, but yeah, nah, fucking stupid. Oh, well, well, speaking of just clicking on things or the headlines catch your attention, mm-hmm. uh, faces of death reboot in the works. Yeah, I saw that, but I, it's made me 
very happy. I love the Faces of Death movies. Yeah, I know, but do you? That's another. Is that another Ted Bundy? Like, do we need to? Can't we just leave that where it was? Well, we could, except they did come up with a kind of is it interesting new? plot. Yeah, new? new ideas. It is so. The original Faces of Death, released in 1978, is one of the most infamous films of all time and one of my favorites. Ooh. Uh, allegedly showcasing real footage of real death. But in actuality, much of the footage seen in Faces of Death is staged. Fake. With gory special effects often being paired up. There is real shit in there. Yeah, like the eating of the monkey brain and all that. That's real. Yeah, there's and then, you know, the dude getting crushed with the helicopter. Yeah, Vic Moreau. Big like Moreau that's dead, and there's a, I think there's some jumpers and some fallers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all, but, like uh, all the stuff that you see that's like grainy and like someone had to zoom in like a thousand feet. That's probably real, yeah. right? Um. So here in 2021, a brand new reboot is on the way from the people that made Cam. So Legendary Entertainment is behind the relaunch with Cam filmmakers. Isa Mazay and Daniel Goldhaber. Huh. And they are on board to write and direct. The new plot revolves around a female moderator of a YouTube-like website whose job is to weed out offensive and violent content and who herself is recovering or is a recovering is recovering from a serious trauma that stumbles across a group that is recreating the murders from the original film. Huh. Uh, but in the story primed for the digital age and age of online misinformation, the question faced is, are the murders real or are they faked? So this hmm. sounds like it's a relaunch, but it's not going to so- pass itself off as a documentary. So there's going to be no random people getting eaten by a crocodile and shit like that. This sounds more like this is a fictional story based off of the idea of the first movie. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen Cam, but I've seen uh, like bits like, you know, trailer and all that. And that looks pretty crazy. So, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what they, uh, they come up with. I mean, do you remember renting that? Faces of Death. Yeah, you rented oh, that. Oh hell yeah! Yeah. Oh hell yeah! yeah. I, I've seen that more times than I feel like I should have. Yeah. But. But you know, we'll see. I guess so. It's like a it's like a remake, relaunch, type of deal. But but fake. <laughs> I fucking hope so, bro. Because you know, there's a lot of. People chasing fame out here willing to do some crazy things. I mean, there's always going to be jackasses like me that are willing. They're going to be willing to sit and watch the new extreme. Uh, I thought you were going to say like that one time when you were talking about you wanted to be in jackass. I'm not going to go and like kill somebody just to be in faces of death. No, you're not going to do August Underground? But but keep talking shit. (laughs) Maybe I'll be in. Hey, sit up first. All right. And then. By the time you get off your couch, I'm gone. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, look out for that. Faces of Death. 
part part redo part redo relaunch relaunch faces of death launched there you go launched there you go uh speaking of death death sentences available on may 4th uh from midnight releasing so should be already on and popping i saw the trailer it looks pretty cool reminded me a little bit of uh what's that johnny depp movie with uh he's a writer in the cabin secret window yeah reminded me of that a little bit uh because there's uh it takes place in a cabin uh and she's a writer so it says arabella a young blocked author sequesters herself in a remote cabin that her extended extended family owns uh it is there that the ghost of her older cousin uh now eager to strike up a deal with arabella find my killer and i will finish your novel um special effects in there it looks pretty dope uh, it's coming from Midnight Releasing, and our buddies over at Marketing Macabre sent this over. Uh, poster looks pretty dope. So, yeah, it's uh, by the time you listen to this, it'll be already out and about. It comes from Joe Leone, uh, and it's a suspense, suspense thriller. Death Sentences. Not to be confused with the Kevin Bacon movie. Love so, that movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. So look out for that. So we know independent horror uh is is has been awesome this year you know a lot of uh good stuff has come out and all that stuff uh has the love for the practical effects so don't forget to hit up luchi.com for your pro quality prosthetics and sfx makeup all year round use special discount code mandy strange for 15 percent off your entire order that's M-A-N-D-I-E-S-T-R-A-N-G-E for 15% off. Mandy Strange. And now for our feature presentation. How do you know, husband, whether you will save your wife? You make plans for things. Life happens. I want to live a bigger life. You know, Anne, I am surprised that you wound up marrying Jacob. Whatever happened to the adventurous Anne? new teeth coming in what and how oh, good you're home get changed i'd like to go out 40 years i've known this woman every day the same now i don't know who i'm coming home to how much of that could i get you want the blood i feel more alive than i have in years hey mrs fetter you all right mrs fetter Why didn't you tell me when this first happened? I felt ashamed. As you should. 
Husbands, love your wife. He who loves his wife loves himself. So That looks heavy. I want to make my own decisions from now on. You ever see something you couldn't explain, Sheriff? <laughs> you don't know how to fight for me because you've never done it. Give me the strength to save her soul. We need to finish this. How you gonna write this one up, baby? Domestic dispute. Nonviolent. Who's your master? Some marriages are truly blessed. We like the drug blood. Selson Blue Vampire. Jacob's Wife is a 2021 American horror thriller film directed and produced by Travis Stevens from a screenplay by Stevens, Kathy Charles, and Mark Steensland. That's right. Uh, the movie is about Anne married to a small town minister, uh, and she feels like her life has been shrinking over the past 30 years. Encountering the master brings her a new sense of power and an appetite to live bolder. However, the change comes with a heavy body count. So we're talking about Jacob's wife. Like Ryan said, uh, this stars Barbara Crampton as Ann Fetter. Uh, you should be very familiar with this name. If you are listening, uh, reanimator chopping mall from beyond castle freak little sister. Uh, and if you're into television series, soap operas, the young and the restless, she won an award for that. I believe. Did you know that? I did not. Uh, and also she recently portrayed, uh, I think you told me about this from channel zero, the dream door. Yes. Yeah. So she was in that. Uh, we got uh, Larry Fessenden uh, as Pastor Jacob Fetter. Awesome, awesome dude. Uh, he owns and is the founder of the independent production outfit Glass Eye Picks. Should be very familiar with them. Uh, so we know him from Wendigo in 2001, uh, The Last Winter, uh, Skin and Bones, Like Me, We Are Still Here, and the horror comedy film The ABCs of Death. And a bunch of other shit. And an, and a proud owner of a flat booty. Flat booty. There you go. And then we got uh, Bonnie Aarons as the master. Which I didn't even realize who the fuck that was. Yeah. If you didn't know, Mulholland Drive. She was a bum in that, remember? I did know that. Yeah. She was also e, the Baroness Joy Von Trocken in the uh, Princess Diaries. Remember? Right. But most notably... Uh-huh. He's Valak. That's right. And uh, the subsequent spinoff, The Nun, which I have never seen. I still haven't seen it. I caved and watched it. Good? Some parts? I didn't mind it. It had some really fucking freaky shit in it. Okay. But also a character that's better off in a smaller aspect. But still some scary shit nonetheless. Uh, she was also in Drag Me to Hell. She was the mother and daughter at the uh, the, the, the Catalan Fest. And this, this stood out to me. Dahmer versus Gacy, a 2010 film. Hmm. What? Yeah, 2010 film. Dahmer versus Gacy. Versus? 
Yeah. Hey, yo, what the fuck? Uh, I'm going to put that on my list. Comedy horror film. All right. Uh, and then we got Naisha Bell as Amelia Humphreys. She was fucking awesome in this, from the, the small role that she had. Um, and then we got Sarah Lynn, a bunch of other people. Uh, CM Punk, which I did not recognize him until uh, the very end. You, you know him. He's a wrestler. Then he went to go fight at UFC for a little bit, and that didn't work out for him. But notably, uh, he was in a movie called Girl on the Third Floor, which I enjoyed. And then uh, 2019's Rabid. He's uh, he's turning uh, turning around on the, that acting. We always ask this question, was this movie awesome? Yes. Yes, I do agree. I know that we were... Like always, we were like, oh, what are we going to watch this week? Anything standing out? And uh, you guys suggested Jacob's wife. Um, obviously, probably because Barbara Crampton. Yes. Um, initial thoughts on it. I checked out the trailer. I was like, all right, cool. Looks pretty cool. I felt like uh, dark humor was in there. Um, it delivered on that. I think the, 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 the plot point of the... Um, the person being taken over by a vampire is not anything new. Um, yeah. But um, I felt this was a a uh, fresh take on that because it involved um, a marriage. You know what I mean? That's never been. I, I don't think I've ever seen. I've ever seen that like modern times. Yeah. Yeah. We've, no. we, we've seen the Victorian style of like my ladies, you know. And then, like, uh, in that, that other, uh, the spoof, the Meet the Blacks, even trying to take the, the guy's lady. I actually dug the whole aspect in this with uh, the, the vamp, the, was it vampirism, whatever, yeah. uh, being used in sync with almost the feminism mm -hmm. At the same time, because the master is a woman in this. Was, yeah, I yeah was that was the thing at the end. Like I didn't like I got that. I was like, is this a woman? And yeah, but that's the thing. That's a full transformation vampire. I guess yes. right. So because I mean, this movie opens up uh, kind of cool. You know, it's got small town dynamic, all that kind of shit. You know, they show they're they're pretty simple people, I guess. And I'm not saying like. In the mental so i'm just saying they're church going folk you know it's what i mean it's a town where not much yeah. goes up so um but like i mean right away they got nosferatu hands you know when amelia gets uh gets snatched up out of there i, I thought that that was cool because it already sets it up like right away like we're not fucking around like you know there is a creature of the night you know and then uh we're introduced um immediately after that to uh you know, Walmart brand Jack Nicholson. I think Larry looks like Jack Nicholson. Like, he could play a double. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, and then Barbara Crampton uh, displaying the oppressed housewife qualities, I guess, in this the, the marriage that they're in because, you know, they, they I'm assuming by the religious the religious tone is that, you know, she's the 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 wife you know that does everything for the husband she cooks some breakfast does all his shit and yeah. that's the dynamic that they're in i'm not saying like oppressed but you get what i'm saying but 
she starts showing signs even before that that she's like trying to break out of that shell um you know he, but he's cutting her off when she's talking and all the stuff and like when he's eating and all the stuff brushing his teeth and she's just giving him like like fucking the look like you're gross dude you know what i mean which i do want a sidebar i feel like i haven't been brushing my teeth as intensely as i'm supposed to now after watching this movie that dude is like bristles in the gums like i felt like he was gonna spit blood yeah but yeah she's i mean to to to, she's sick of his shit before you know and then then she gets a whisper in the night you know and that's a little bit of the foreshadowing because you know then we get a uh an old flame tommy low that uh you know, comes in on the lowdown talking about, you know, the only reason why I took this contract is to, uh, you know, come and talk to you. You know what I mean? And then she, immediately she has the sexy vampire take over with the red lipstick changing, you know, how she talks to him and like all this shit, you know, they signify, they signify it with an angular haircut. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Tom is introduced. He introduced a slight, like, I can't believe you, out of all people, married Jacob. And then she's just like, you know, he was here for me when uh, you weren't. Basically, that's what I got out of that. Like, you left town. I settled. Would you yeah. th- you think you think that that's what she meant? No. No? No. No. She even said that he was there for her in her time, in a time of need that she had. Her parents had died. She didn't know what else to do in the church and jacob were there for her as something solid in an unsure time and she was very appreciative to jacob for that but then she fell into the routine but out of her appreciation for him she didn't want to disrupt it uh i thought it was cool when they were at the old makeout spot um and then the the whispers started happening all this shit and then uh you know uh and it's funny because they drop a line in there, you know, which is like tongue in cheek, you know, where she's like, he's like, sit down. I'm not going to bite you. And then I was like, you know, Tommy won't, but Nosferatu will. Because like right away, they, you know, they start fucking around. They open up that that box. It's full of the, the that's like number one thing, like the rats uh, and then the man bat, you know. But they make quick work of Tommy in his fucking face. But, uh, you know, she's back home, and then uh, a few good men brushes his teeth, like you were saying, with such disregard to anyone else in the bathroom that she's just like, like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, now, she's not herself at this point, because I'm a vampire now. But, uh, so, you know, she gets all sexied out, you know? Are vampires naturally sexy? Yes. That's what I. That's what I'm gathering. Because I mean, that other show what was that Dracula. What was that called? Well, well, vampires in general. It's a very sexy, sexually based creature yeah. character. Yeah. Everything with vampires. I've interviewed the vampire. They're almost all making out with each other. Dracula yeah. is just. They're just fucking left and right in that. Yeah, eggplant emojis. Yeah. All day. It's, it's a very sexualized creature. There's a scene in the here that I like. Uh, where she's like Jackie Onassis with the sunglasses at the supermarket. Yeah. Uh, she's fucking finger dipping into uh, uh, the, the, the natural 
red paint there, the blood. When he's like, do you want, what do you want? And she's like, all of it. She finally gets her blood and uh, it's getting her turned up. Um, you know, she's she's uh, lit off that main vein, juicy juice. But then uh, then she gets explosive diarrhea of the mouth. Is it because it wasn't human or she just wasn't fresh? I'm going to go with because it wasn't human. You can't uh, digest that. Not feeling too good, Billy? Miss Dawson, my tummy hurts. I've got too much doo-doo in my underpants. <laughs> Make the stinky go away. With her acting all all weird, um, her and uh, what's the uh, her husband's friend there, Booger, from Revenge of the Nerds, um, they start planning out an episode of Cheaters. You know, Tom came into town. Now she's acting all different, and uh, I'm watching it right here where she's lifting up the the couches. That super strength. So the super strength aside and all that stuff, she still tries to keep her life, you know, because she's not fully a vampire yet. Uh, she's, you know, she can still go outside in the daytime and all that stuff. Um, you know, and that, that was like the scene, you know, the perils of teeth whitening while vampire. You know what I mean? Like she burnt the whole bottom of her face, which I thought was a fucking cool, uh, like special effect on that. Where she was walking around like a corpse fucking paint, fucking black metal singer. Well, you know, that brings us to the effects of the film in general. Yeah. I was extremely impressed with every aspect of the effects in this, including I really was surprised at how much I enjoyed the direction they went in with the master. It looked like, at first, I will say at first, it looked corny as hell. It did, it did. Until, but then they explained it, that it was like a picture coming into focus. Mm-hmm. So it looked cartoony as hell, but then the more it it came into focus, the more it took that humanoid form. But I love the fact that it was totally, to me, a callback to like a Barlow. Yeah, 100%. Style. And I, I, I loved that. Yeah, I part. took it because uh, of the comedic aspects of, you know, some of the comedic aspects of the movie. Um, I took it as like a like in the vein of like what we do in the shadows type of deal. Cause like the, the special effects, they're shooting out blood off the side. Like this is the scene I'm watching right now with Amelia, you know, where, you know, she says, you know, I'm going to tongue fuck a hole in your throat and drink blood to like puke. And then like fucking, it's just fucking blood everywhere. Her eyes, that whole scene is just fucking crazy. Like that, the, the, the actor there was fucking awesome. And, and like, that's what I say, like fucking, you know, Pony Boy gets his throat ripped out and fucking she just it's crazy. I want to make a particular point out of the guy that she uh, Victor Crowley's his head right off of his shoulders, and snaps his head off. I love the fact that it's almost like the vampires in this don't drink blood yeah. like a traditional vampire. They got a geyser into their face and yeah. just try to up like a dog yeah. as much as they could. Uh, there was one aspect in that that 
I didn't like though. Yeah. Where they didn't give me enough. I wanted more with like the second the dead body under the blanket sat up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I jumped up in my seat. I was like, oh shit, this is where we're going with this. Like yeah. I was expecting almost some dead alive. Yeah. Flappy headed craziness. <laughs> oh, but like to the side. I get it. It was for like the joke aspect. Like yeah. that's that's what's going on in the background while he's well, doing this. Yeah. She's chasing the body down and tackling it. Yeah. Cause that's like that was the the you're talking about the noisy the noisy neighbor, right? The nosy neighbor, I mean. Yeah. Um yeah, that's why I was like, Yeah, dude, mind your motherfucking business, dude. And it was like, Yeah, she slid his throat and shit down his neck. But then fucking anger management during that scene, the same scene you're talking about, anger management is at the door trying to keep his shit together. Because the sheriff, he's just come home to find her cleaning up all the blood from that with particular her, with scene. Her, with her tongue. Yeah. Um, and then it's like, you know, while Cramp is uh, tackling the headless undead vamp in the background. And like you said, that, you know, that dead, dead alive fucking aspect. I, I feel like, I, like, yeah, like you said, I wish they explored that a little bit more. Because, you know, there's the old lady that they... Green Inferno, they had her turned upside down and they were fucking <laughs> draining her. That was something I felt like the film was lacking. Is yeah. I want a little bit more. Like, that was the only aspect in the whole film besides Amelia mm -hmm. where somebody came back. Yeah. Because the neighbor didn't, she never even bit the neighbor. No, she, she tore just... his head off and drank from him like a, like a water fountain. Yeah. But he came back anyway, and they still felt the need to stake him. Yeah. But, like, they Which, didn't have the guy that Amelia tore yeah. right open. Yeah, but that's the thing, because, like, Larry fucked off from that. So maybe, like, unseen, you know, like, does a bear shit in the woods? Or if a tree falls, do they? does anybody hear it? You know what I mean? Like, maybe he's in trapped in the warehouse all fucked up. Like, he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. But the thing I like is that, you know, like some movies, like the zombie movies, they know that they know zombies. They know about zombies. Like in this, they know vampires and the lore and all that yeah. stuff because that's why, like I said in the beginning, you better have your your Frog Brothers fucking, you know, vampire hunting starter kit because he does have a fucking starter kit. Well, I mean, he also right off the rip, she was like, "What do we do?" And he's like. I'm going to find the master yeah. and we're going to kill it, turn you all back. And I was like, that was fucking ass. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I love that, you know I mean? Cause even the sheriff laughed it off like vampires. All right. You know, but you know, little, a little shop of horrors, you know, he says some frog brother shit at the door, you know, like I got this, but that was like, that's what another aspect of it that I like is I loved how Jacob, uh, was all the way in on the vamp life, you know, and getting his wife back. You know what I mean? Because, like, he, that's, that's like the, the testament of like the true love, you know, quote unquote thing, you know, and then, uh, he had his, uh, I kick ass for the Lord moment, you know, another yeah. thing with, you know, dead alive. Cause, like, when they go back to the, the, the warehouse, cause, like, there's so much shit going on, like, between him coming home and finding her licking the blood off the floor to, like, him getting pulled over by CM Punk, him trying to find the master. They turn back into Amelia, which he turns her into a trash bag full of blood in that part, which I thought was fucking awesome. I still didn't understand what I fully was looking at because it looked like she stabbed her through the face. 
Yeah. Like through the back of the head, and that looked dope. But then all of a sudden, I swear to God, it was just a, a garbage bag dropped on the ground. Yeah. Like it wasn't even like dressed up. It no. was a, like garbage bag. They yeah. just went bleh. Yeah. So, but that's the thing. Cause like at that point, vampire, vampire hunting at that moment was something that Jacob realized like wasn't for him. And, you know, and, uh, he left her at the, at the mill. It was like, you know, it's, this has happened to you because you cheated. Like, this is your punishment, your sin, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, once a blood sucking vamp, always a blood sucking vamp. And he fucks off. You know what I mean? Like fucking, and then that's when Nosferatu, which I called the dude from fucking Grandma's Boy, the nerdy guy, because he's got the fucking thing up. He's got the jacket up, and then he's, he has a weird voice. Adios, turd nuggets. Then they they come back like he tells her like you know like we're in this together type of deal and then they have that that sex scene where I was like yeah easy rider fucking grab a titty I was absolutely taken back by that yeah. I didn't think it was gonna go that far yeah I was and like that out comes Barbara Crampton's surprisingly good looking titty for yeah. a woman her age yeah I was like Cramp is so hot right now <laughs> and then they uh. You know, they got a doobie during that part. But, yeah, that was, like, the thing. Like, there's so much going on. Like, they roll that old bitch up. They put her on tap. You know, uh, Jack Torrance gets strip search, you know, through all that stuff. And he's got his frog brother shit. Uh, and then, uh, you know, like, Carol, at one point, uh, you know, they got, she got the, the Block Island sound with the rat. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But, uh, you know, the ending. What did you think of the ending of this movie? Hated it. You hated it? I absolutely hated the ending of this movie. It was the one thing that I was... I was all on board with this movie. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to sugarcoat it at all. Yeah, yeah. I was totally on board, and I know Mandy was not here tonight. She was. This was the same with her. As we were both totally engrossed in this film until the final ended moment, and we were both like, fuck i hated it i absolutely despise the way that they ended it where she's got the teeth out and he's got the thing i don't know i don't know i just like, oh, well, it well, yeah well i'm talking yeah like that that was like uh the, the you talking about the freeze frame thing yeah i yeah um I, but like that's i was saying like more of the the before that because they uh you know the the sheriff's in the backyard and he's like i don't know what i'm doing i don't know what i'm doing here like what how are you writing this up i was kind of i liked it but i felt like it didn't go as far as i wanted it to i liked it like i i'm not gonna say that i hated it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but i felt like i wanted more than how than how that played out i kind of uh what i what i did like was the whole she was going to be a vampire, but she was going to be a free vampire. What was that? That's what I got out of that was that if she drank the blood of the master, then the thirst wasn't going to be what controls her anymore. Correct. It would just be like an added, like, this is just what we do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's not going to determine what you do. You're going to actually be 
maximum awesome in every aspect, way, shape, and form. You're also going to drink blood, but that's a side thing. And then right when she's going to go and drink the blood, fucking here comes fucking jackass Jacob yeah. takes out the master and she's like, what the fuck? Well, well, that's, that's the thing. Like it's titled the master. And then an, another uh, rundown is just titled a vampire because she still is a vampire after it. Right. The Barbara Crampton. She is, but she's always going to be now. She's always going to be at the mercy of the thirst. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So she, if she had drank, if he didn't kill the master and she drank the blood, then she, the thirst wouldn't have been an issue. It wouldn't have been, it would always be a controllable thing. But at the same time, the amount of geyser blood coming out of this fucking thing, I'd have been sticking my head. I'd have been sticking my head in front of it. Yeah. Like, so, oh, wait, hold on. Ah. Yeah, it was legit. Like, I felt like at that point, like, it should have worked like uh, 28 days later where just like a little single blood drop would fucking give, Apparently you, the, not. give you the rage. You have guess, to have eight, eight ounces. Yeah, eight ounces. But uh, I was fucking dying. At this part, because when they kill Nosferatu, the fucking scream that it lets out, it's so like, bah. yeah. <laughs> and then so that's like, where, that was it. Yeah, that was, I was I legit was like, that's it. And like, there's no like blowing up, like no craziness. But uh, yeah, but like you said, I I saw the freeze frame at the end as a like you know the cramp and the crossing guard, uh, you know, have a standoff type of deal, a classic freeze frame, you know, ending of like, it felt like it was supposed to me. It felt like it was supposed to be almost sitcom. Yeah. Like this is the sitcom, like the preacher and the vampire, the uh, roommates. Yeah. Or I don't know when it ended and like the credits rolled. I just, in my head, I heard like the power Rangers theme. I do like that. He put a black blood, cross on the back of the vampire's head and then i like it, that he thought he was doing like the greatest thing and she was just looking at him like you asshole yeah yeah and i think that's why she got mad at him because i think uh she he ruined her you know but she did the uh, the wizard of oz i'm melting i'm melting and that was it and, and it didn't look like blood now that i'm looking at it it looked like 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 water like dirty water yeah like gray water yeah, spraying it. Mm. Ew. Yeah. Spraying it, spraying out of it. I yeah. still would have stuck my head in front of that. Yeah. Been like, wait, let me get that drink still. Yeah. We still on for cocktails. <laughs> I wanted more to happen with the cops. Yeah. Like, they were funny in the scene. I get it. They were like the light, like, what are you going to call this in as? Domestic ex- dispute, dispute nonviolent. And yeah. if I remember anything from people I know that are cops, that that's like the least amount of paperwork yeah. that you got to put in. That's yeah. just to call it. Yeah, they were fighting. That's yeah, it. They were fighting. Yeah, we don't have to do no paperwork on this. But yeah, I mean, that's. I thought it was, you know, about Schmidt. Like, you know, he's like, I ended it, and she's like, you fuck, with the teeth out. I thought it was awesome. The effects, the kills. The oh, the t- effects were adequate. The effects reminded me of Dead Alive. Yeah. Like, it was just so over the fucking top. 
everything was just it was geyser blood everywhere. And but I really wish they'd have shown that guy's floppy headed body walking around. Yeah. Or at least more vampires popping up. Like I almost felt like that was gonna be like that could have been a cool story in there where now the husband's got like you could have dead alived it. Yeah. And had like now there's vampires in my house. Yeah. Like he's he's gotta go fight a brood. Yeah. Or a fucking like vampire. now she just she accidentally created a bunch of them. Yeah. I mean that would have been cool, like if she did the whole uh MILF angle of it and started seducing townies and turning them to you know, to feed, but then like inadvertently turning and creating a, a fucking army that, that I mean I'm gonna go based off of this film that there was some budgetary constraints yeah so that's why they went this guy's gonna have a blanket over him while he's walking around I still feel like they pulled off a hell of a movie uh, I thought it was a great movie yeah. that last frame fucking I, take that out Yeah, I did and, see that cause I've seen that before where they finished like a it was just the where where it fell just was like this wasn't <laughs> it's a good versus evil movie now <laughs> that's yeah like yeah. what happened here like all right they're gonna she's clearly gonna kill him because oh, she's yeah. already at his neck. yeah he doesn't have a chance okay no. you know <laughs> he, he doesn't maybe if he had let her drink the blood of the master yeah but now, at the same time, now you got two cops in town. Yeah, that know that, all, that know that she's a vampire. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, Jack Nicholson has does not stand a chance because that scene where she's standing on the side of the bed, like hearing him snore, and then she just like fucking like almost flips the bed with him in it. Oh, I fucking, I fucking that part cracked me up. Yeah. Where she just shoves him. Yeah. She's just standing there like, ugh. Yeah. And then. Boom, and then I think in the morning he's like, "Are you sure you were? That was a dream." Yeah, she's <laughs> like, "Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep." Yeah. yeah, that was. I didn't cold cock you while you were sleeping, you fat pig. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, that's why I mean the special effects and definitely the dark humor were on point with this uh, story. Was pretty Partic- dope. Particular shout out to the little girl when they were moving the body. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that scene oh, hit yeah. me hit me as hard as it did yeah. just her like you need to teach me a swear word yeah. like just that whole conversation that exchange yeah. just like what it was a swear word did he, he said get the fuck out of here right she was she looked at her and went how about this fuck off yeah yeah and she went i already know that one yeah. and then i felt like that was a great writing opportunity to like drop something horrific in front of a yeah. child yeah, yeah. and then they didn't do it they just continued on their way with this child yeah. just to have the neighbor blow their spot up because yeah. I don't know who taught these people how to move bodies, yeah. but I feel like parking next to the neighbor's house with, with the a, windows with a, open with the windows open with like a 75 foot walk to your house yeah. in broad daylight carrying what is clearly a body wrapped in a blanket. I, there yeah. was no way of hiding it. Even the lady on the phone was like, yeah, they're moving. She wasn't like, I think a body. She was like, yeah. they're moving a body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who? The, the the minister and his wife. They have a body wrapped in a blanket. Yeah. 
So yeah, guys, uh, don't let your wives turn into vampires because then you'll do stupid things for them. But uh, or if you do, they're gonna fuck your brains out on the floor. Touche. And Touché. and all you got to do is let them have that sip before you kill the master. Yeah, yeah. Like, all right, hurry up, bitch. And then you got oh, dude, that super strength. That she but might that fucking she might accidentally pull your dick off your body. <laughs> that super strength, that vampire HJ, bro. Holy I, shit. you know what? All I can think of is like how you could pull a doll's leg out of the body. Oh, that shit just click, click, pop. <laughs> um, all right. So, critic consensus: Jacob's wife gives genre legend Barbara Campton an opportunity to carry an old school horror story, and she bloody well delivers. I agree with that. Uh, she was uh, one of the film's producers. Uh, and she was, she said she read, she read the, the script and, uh, she was immediately captivated and I hooked up with Bob Portal and, uh, and it took us a couple of years to develop the project and here we are, put it together. I'm going to say that I thought she was a very good, she acted very well in this. Yeah. This is the, uh, the second thing we've seen her in a row on, uh, the, the creep show thing. Um, and then you said you saw her that Channel Zero thing. And it's then such was... a it's a, well it's it's I came up watching Barbara Crampton in everything. I'm sorry, I'll call, I'm gonna call them. They're B horror movies, Castle Freak, Reanimator. They're considered B B movies. Um, all the old horror movies are considered B movies. They B. are. They're A pluses in campy. my book. They're, well, they are, but they're campy and they're yeah, yeah, yeah. and nothing. You can't put Jeffrey Combs in anything that doesn't automatically slide it down to a B. Did you see With Jeffrey his... Combs in a cowboy hat? Did you see that video he just put up for the Joe Bob thing yes. he was on? Yes. <laughs> Jeffrey Combs be popping up in my everyday life though, because I didn't even know he was in he was in Injustice Two. Mm. He's Brainiac in that. I was like, this motherfucker sounds super familiar. He's like. Mm. What voice did he totally, do? Like the, uh, I would say the the doctor, Doctor Vonnegut. Okay. Nice. Of the the over the whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen to me, kind of shit. But then he looked. Then you look at it. You're like, it looks like Jeffrey Combs. <laughs> but uh, they uh, it's he, his those movies she was in. They're so overacted. Yeah. That it's like, and then you're like, she's from Young and the Restless. And I'm like, so she's from the school of overacting. She's it. She does very well. And yeah. I thought she pulled this off. I love the fact that we keep referring to it as a comedy, even though it's not classified in any way as a comedy. What? Jacob's wife? Yeah. It's, 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 it's a it's, horror thriller. Yeah. I feel like the comedy in it was just right. Yeah. And I feel like, is that, is that a, I don't know. Is that like a, a just a, a a byproduct of like the situation and how like that's like what I uncommon? took on of that as was yeah. was the awkwardness yeah of everything. Like this is like what else would this look like in real life? This body just got up and started walking around. Yeah, but and it just the awkwardness of she's the one that's going to be. I think she even goes whoop as she jumps on it. <laughs> yeah. And just tackles it, but then like they're moving a body, and of course there's a nosy kid there. Yeah. Hey, say yeah. a swear word to me, you fuck. Yeah, tell me a swear word. Yeah, that's funny. 
Um, one of the reviews here on the IMDb says, uh, fun, dark romance, one of the better Shutter films. Love, lust, gore, small budget, done well. And I agree. I agree. I honestly thought you couldn't... Some of the effects in this, you couldn't... That they weren't of small budget caliber. No, no. Like, I mean, you can tell like, the lacking of scenery and things like that. Like, they saved money where they could. The movie really only takes place. I think one scene at a church. Yeah, the church. The house. And, and the mill. And the mill. That's it. Yeah. And in the and the culmination, they like instead of the, the the master bursting into flames or melting, she just lowers into the ground like the witch in the wicked west. Yeah. Like, that's such a that's such an effective but cheap way to do it. All you had to do was dig a hole. Not cheap like, you know, like a cop out, but like cheap. No, but it's Travel. like, how can we do this? Yeah. But uh, I, it did, it delivered. It was a good pick. Um, I liked it a lot. I like it a um, Streaming everywhere right now, actually. Uh, Amazon Prime. But uh, yeah, so I think that's it. That's all we got. If you want more, you can find us on all your favorite streaming apps. Uh, make sure you follow us, subscribe, leave a rating. Before we uh, wrap up, I just want to give a shout out to uh, Do I Like This Podcast, PVD Horror, and the Guts Podcast. Check those guys out. And uh, also check out uh, all our friends over at the Dorkening Podcast Network. Right, Ryan? Check out What Is That Noise on Hellfire Radio featuring music playlists put together by us and, as of lately, some of our friends. That's right. And that's Monday through Friday on Hellfire Radio at Hellfire Radio, I believe, dot com. Yes, Hellfire. Or on the Live 365 app, just search Hellfire Radio Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. and 11 p.m. Yeah, sometimes midnight, but it all depends. It's sometimes it's five ish and eleven ish. That's right. Um, and don't forget, you can follow us at that strange show on all your super duper social media platforms. Tell your baby mama and remember. Strangers the way.
just heard check out the dorkening podcast network at the dorkening.com